Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, before I start my uh, presentation, I'd like to uh, acknowledge the contribution of my co-authors, uh, my PhD students, uh, Mr. Lee and Mr. Uh, Nasrolai, uh, and, uh, and then uh, Ms. Wang, uh, which is also a PhD student, uh, but is a visiting scholar uh, from China. I am the director of the laboratory for ND and structural monitoring. Uh, at the University of Pittsburgh, and the project that I'm going to uh, present today is uh, uh, mainly uh, funded by the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation and partially uh, by the U.S. National Science Foundation. Uh, briefly, the outline of the presentation, we'll start with the background, and then I will present uh, some of the results uh, associated with the numerical and the experimental um, uh, results that uh, we achieved in our, uh, in our lab. And then, of course, I will end the, the presentation with the conclusions and then some time for uh, uh, questions and uh, uh, discussion. Uh, so, what uh, uh, we are presenting here, what we propose is a new method, uh, uh, a new NDE method, a non-destructive examination method based on high nonlinear solitary ways to quantify the strength of concrete. Uh, so, uh, solitary waves are basically compact mechanical waves that can propagate, form and pro uh, travel in only particular type of materials, uh, and, uh, uh, like granular materials, layered materials, fibrous materials, and, uh, and so on. Uh, and the uh, uh, simplest uh, shape of the uh, material is a, a material that is made by a chain of spherical particles. Here the uh, solitary wave is, in, is induced by impacting the chain with a strike and then after the impact uh, basically a compact uh, wave propagates uh, through this uh, one dimensional uh, chain. So why solitary waves? Uh, solitary waves have uh, special properties uh, and one of the most important one, uh, one of the most important is that they are uh, tunable, which means that we can control the, the, the wave properties by choosing the characteristics of the nonlinear medium, in this case the chain of particles. Just an example, in terms of properties, uh, I mean here uh, the amplitude, the, the, uh, <laughs> the bandwidth, and the, the speed. So, for instance, we can increase uh, the amplitude and the speed of the wave by uh, increasing the elastic properties of the particles or by decreasing the size of the particles. So we don't need any uh, electronic, any function generators or, some, or stuff like that. Uh, we can just uh, uh, tune the property of, uh, of, the, of the chain. Uh, so the research hypothesis for this particular project is the following. Let's assume that we have a chain uh, on top uh, of the concrete that uh, we want to uh, inspect. Uh, the chain is impacted by a striker, the stress wave propagates, it reaches the interface, and then that part uh, of the energy is reflected back. So the research hypothesis here, uh, first of all, this is, uh, let's say, uh, an ideal uh, shape of the incident wave that goes toward the sample and then uh, the reflected wave. So the, the hypothesis here is that the time of flight, which is basically the time interval between these two peaks, and the amplitude ratio, which is the amplitude between the reflected and the incident wave, is strictly related to the mechanical properties of the concrete in this case. Um, 
So just to show you a, an example but applied to a beam made of steel, here is a beam of steel in which the young modulus is 100 gigapascal and the young modulus or the young modulus is 220 gigapascal. These are numerical methods and numerical results that we obtained in our lab uh, well before this project. And as you can see, the, 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 the reflected way, which in this case we call primary solitary way, has some change which is not visible, both in the time of flight and the amplitude. But in this case, uh, there is the formation of a secondary solitary wave, and this secondary solitary wave is generated by the local vibration of the sample. And in this case, the, the characteristics of the wave is strongly dependent on the young modulus. So basically, we investigate the same thing on, on the concrete. And what we investigate is the hypothesis that if we test concrete, we can achieve this kind of performance in terms of the approach. So what we did? First of all, we build our sensors. And I know that this might look bulky, but this is an initial study, an initial stage. So we started with the, with the most uh, the simplest approach. So we designed uh, assembled four transducers to try to increase, uh, to have a more transducer to assess also the repeatability of the setup. Uh, the transducers consist of chain of, uh, of particles made of stainless steel. And uh, on top of this chain, you can see here there are electromagnets that basically lift and release, lift and release uh, the top particle of the chain, which in this case is going to act uh, as a uh, strider. And then what? Uh, and the electromagnet oops, is the electromagnet is controlled by uh, a data acquisition system such that all the experiments can be uh, can run basically forever. We just need to push a button and then we can test for, uh, for hours without any problem. And uh, last but not least, in order to sense the waves, uh, we have here, uh, we have solenoids and uh, permanent magnet in order to realize what are called magnetostrictive sensors. So these are the elements that actually physically measure the stress wave that propagates through the chain. And actually you see here at the bottom uh, one of the concrete slabs that we tested. And actually here is a, 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 a close-up view of the concrete slab that actually we borrowed from a colleague of mine who casted the, the, these slabs uh, months before the experiments. And again, for the sake of repeatability, we tested eight slabs to check uh, the uh, repeatability of uh, our setup. And for each transducer and for each slab, we collected 100 measurements which means that uh, uh, each measurement, basically, we lift uh, the, uh, uh, the striker, the striker dropped, uh, the wave propagated, reflected back, and we collected the signal, we stored the signal for post-processing, and we repeated this 100 times, but automatically. So overall, the measurement took probably two minutes, three minutes, depending on uh, how much we set the, 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 the repetition rate of the striker. Um, so, Meantime, we got the results from our colleagues in terms of the uh, ultimate strength and the modulus of the concrete that were obtained using a conventional STM uh, standard test. 
So here are the experimental results. This is uh, the average of 100 measurements collected by the four sensors from one single slab. Here is the incident wave, this is the reflected wave, and then we have a small secondary solitary wave which indicates that at the interface, the, the, the bottom particle of the chain uh, vibrates uh, uh, slightly. And you can see here, uh, uh, you can appreciate here the fact that the, uh, the uh, time waveforms are uh, quite uh, uh, repeatable. So the four sensors are uh, repeatable. Uh, these are okay, the results refer to a slab and each time waveform is represented here is the average of the 100 time waveforms. So we consider that uh, in this presentation I'm going to present the results relative to the time of flight, relative to the primary and the secondary uh, solitary waves which again are indicated uh, here with this uh, light. So, here are the results. The time of flight of the primary solitary wave with respect to the slab number. Let's focus first on the first slab. Here are the four results from the four sensors. The results, I think, they are very close together despite this is an experiment, so it's not a numerical model. And here there are barely visible at the standard deviation of the experiment. So here is the average value and the vertical bars represent the two sigma interval of the experiment. So uh, the, the chain, the, uh, the experiment is quite, uh, the, the transducer is quite repeatable. And here is the result from the, the second slab and we have uh, good agreement. And this is the result uh, with, for all eight uh, slabs. So it seems that uh, despite we are dealing with concrete, which not uh, as homogeneous as, uh, as steel, I believe that this is a very good uh, repeatability in terms of experimental results. Uh, when we are dealing with the, the secondary solitary way, we have more scatter. In this case, I think that the problem, we believe that the problem, if it's a problem, the, the scattering of the data, is that the signal-to-noise ratio is quite small. Uh, so, um, How we compare or how we uh, then uh, calculate the YAM modulus? We modeled, uh, we have, uh, uh, we developed a numerical model that for the sake of time uh, uh, I'm not presenting here but we can discuss during the coffee break or uh, tomorrow uh, when I can eventually bring with me my, uh, my laptop. But basically from this numerical model, from the experimental data, then we can back calculate the YAM modulus of the example. And uh, uh, we have some outliers, but by removing the outliers, the Young modulus, the average of the six uh, left slabs uh, is in the order of 30.9. It's not very clear on the screen. Uh, yeah, it's about 30.8. And the result from the conventional test, uh, the strategy test obtained in one series, have a minimum maximum between 29.9 and 30.7. So we are pretty pretty close uh, to the destructive uh, to the values obtained with the destructive test. So in conclusion, uh, we presented here a novel non-destructive evaluation method to infer the uh, the strength of concrete. We found a promising agreement between the results uh, with our method and the values that are that uh, usual engineers. Uh, 
uh, obtained using a conventional destructive methods. We developed, but we did not show here uh, the analytical model to predict uh, the response of the solitary waves and then uh, to predict, uh, to back calculate the Young modulus and eventually the Poisson's ratio of the sample. However, uh, this is uh, an initial study, uh, concrete is not again uh, an homogeneous material, so definitely more experiments uh, are warranted to, uh, to prove uh, this technology uh, even more. Thank you for your attention and uh, questions are welcome. Thanks.